Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, November 28th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Lunk Dow hosts The Merge Early Thoughts and Criticisms. Let's take a listen. Hey, Dow. How's it going? Good, thank you. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, maybe we'll just give it a couple of minutes for enough people to come and join. Um, and then we can, we can kick off this, this merge space. Great. I see we've got uh, Chris Amani. From TFL in the space is is he associated with with Merge Protocol or no 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 he's um he's not associated with the protocol we don't we don't really know who is and isn't uh, officially but um, we know that who the devs are um, I don't think Chris is involved I think he's just here to, uh, just out of interest from TFL's point of view I just thought it was very interesting he wasn't in the previous space where we were specifically not talking about the merge and then within the first 30 seconds of this space has been fired up. All of a sudden, the head of operations for TFL joins the space immediately. I don't know. It is suspicious, but I think it's it's no relationship. Yeah, I feel like you're just kind of looking for something that isn't there, Ryan. You're digging in the dirt, trying to find nuggets of gold, but sometimes you just need to leave it be. Sometimes you're panning for gold, but you just find rocks. I just want to let everyone know this is a serious space where we're going to discuss the details that we've been, we've been shared uh, so far about Merge Protocol and how it works and, and why it's interesting for Lunk and Luna um, and how this, this might play out. Does anyone have the PDF that they could share with me just so I'm clued in while we're on the spaces? No. Sorry, Ryan, but in a decentralized world, you've got to figure out things for yourself you gotta do your own research take your initiative if you can't do that then buddy you've got another thing coming for you because in this life in this world in this part of crypto we're not your carers we're not your parents all right you have to look after yourself and you have to look up for yourself so what you're telling me is that it's a google docs not a pdf that has yet to be determined. All right. Um, well, welcome everyone uh, to this Merge Protocol space. We are not on the Merge Protocol team, um, but we have been shared a little bit of information. Um, out of respect to the team, we're just keeping that anonymous for the moment uh, because they're a little bit intimidated by being in the limelight and, and doing these kind of things. Um, but we said we'd help them sort of get get the word out about what it is, just so everyone understands uh, how the merge protocol might work. Um, so, Dow, I don't know if you want to kick things off. Uh, I wouldn't say that at all. I think that's a bit of a PR mistake is to say we're getting the word out. We're not getting the word out. We're warning people about this. That's right. 
All right. We're warning you a little bit about the merge protocol and what the repercussions of this could be and why you need to be careful. Um, I think going back to our space from a couple of days ago, we outlined some of the some of the initial thoughts and initial details and sort of this this uh, problem that we're all facing. So just to recap, um, the behind the scenes, a lot of the validators have been offered a decent amount of money um, and bribes in order to get a governance proposal through. Um, and that is coming from the Luna 2 chain as coming from um, some of the Luna, uh, I won't name names, but it, this money is being sent through and bri bribes are being sent to basically get validators on the long chain to pass this, this proposal, which is almost inevitable. Um, you'll probably have noticed that absolutely none of the LUNC validators have spoken up about this. None of them are saying anything. That's because, well, I think you can put two and two together. Now, um, the way that this is being presented is as a protocol. Um, you've got a protocol that is being built by an anonymous team. And these guys, uh, they're basically creating a, a protocol which, which allows you to bridge across from LUNC, uh, give up your LUNC tokens, and get reimbursed in, in Luna. So uh, this is probably quite profitable for the majority of people. However, it means the LUNC chain is almost certainly going to die. Um, so it's more, not so much a merge, but more of an annihilation of the LUNC chain. So I just want you guys to be aware of that's what's, what's really going on. Um, so I don't know, Dal, have you got the information here about how the protocol works? Yeah, I, I think we're not, I think it's a little bit opinionated what you just said. We're not a hundred percent how this is going to work because there's also, there's not just the protocol itself, but there's also the involvement of proposals on both chains. Um, the, I've been told three different things in total. So. The first thing I was told by the dev team for Merge Protocol is that there will be a proposal to take the entirety of the Oracle Rewards pool for Lunk, send it up to some kind of centralized exchange, convert it into Luna, put it in the community pool for Luna, um, a direct transfer there, and then distribute it, airdrop it proportionately among Lunk stakers according to their prior wallet snapshot. So that's one plan. But now Merge Protocol itself seems to be a decentralized bridge um, that works cross-chain and allows LUNC holders to transfer their tokens across and provide them uh, into LP tokens, which are bonded into a vault and provide permanent liquidity in exchange for emissions from Astroport. So that's the, the second plan, which is quite interesting as well, because like, if you think about it, this solves the fundamental problem. So... One big problem, if you have a token or any pair of any kind, is that you need deep liquidity to make it um, easy to trade, a great trading experience, minimal slippage. The deeper the liquidity, the better the experience is. That's a universal through all of crypto. Any, any decentralized exchange, even any centralized exchange, needs that. They, they're trying to attract liquidity so there's a better experience on all of them, right? The issue is that right now, the incentives like um, Astro token incentives are paid out moment to moment to moment whenever anyone provides an LP. The issue with that is that they can stop at any time and they can go in at any time, right? So, so there's no incentive for, for permanence of LPing that way. If there's a bigger carrot dangled elsewhere, like a higher APY on a different exchange or even a different pair within the same exchange, or say somebody's trying to avoid a liquidation 
on a centralized exchange and needs to transfer their assets over to um, help avoid and add margin to that. These are all problems. You know, exchanges are therefore fighting for liquidity all of the time. There's this constant battle going on. People are, are fighting. Um, there are votes of which which pair, which token gets the the astro emissions, which one gets the most. This is an ongoing thing. So we think that the solution they've come up with, which is quite interesting, is is to to instead of give emissions out as a free and continuous thing on the basis that somebody is LPing in any given moment, it's instead to pay them to permanently lock in um, their LP forever, going into a vault, and then instead selling that, selling that willingness to do that for astro emissions. So I think that's what's happening here, um, as far as I understand it. So people are going to bridge across Lunk. They're going to buy LP. There's going to be some kind of simple interface here where people buy LP tokens, uh, bond them into the protocol forever, you know, permanently uh, depositing them and allowing them to provide liquidity forever. Um, and then in return, the Astra emissions will be converted into Luna a higher amount because obviously it's better for the protocol to have the permanent LP position because they earn um, Astra emissions in perpetuity, right, forever, which is far more than the short-term gain you might pay in addition as an incentive for locking it in the protocol. That's really interesting because I remember a little while ago, uh, TerraWatch or John Galt had, had noticed that in the Astroport contracts they'd put aside, I think it was either 50 or 100 million Astro tokens, so like 5 to 10% of the of the supply for a for a second lock drop on on Terra two, so I I just wonder if there's any correlation there, and they've been planning this for some time. Yes, do you know anything about this? Uh, sorry, I was just saying a message. Um, what uh, John Galt? I heard John Galt. Uh, what was his thread? Which thread well, are we talking about? We're talking about. I mean, he he noticed that there was. I'm not sure the exact number. I think it was either fifty or hundred million Astroport tokens. They'd been put yeah. aside for a second, so like they did the liquidity bootstrapping lock drop uh, on on Terra V1 when they launched. They've they've put aside for a, for a second um, a second lock drop on Terra V2, and I was just I was just speculating again whether there was any sort of correlation there, and perhaps you know perhaps some of the Astroport team might be behind merge protocol and have been potentially planning this for some time. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we know that uh, Astroport's and, uh, legal team uh, has has said they can't talk about what they're working on for legal reasons. They can't make any promises. They can't say what they're going to do. Uh, otherwise, they'll fall foul of potential securities laws. So we don't really know uh, what they might be up to. But that is one thing that they could be doing. Yes. It's a fully, it's, by the way, it's a fully anonymous team. So we have no idea who this team is. Uh, we just know what we've been told, which is that it intends to be a fully open, permissionless, non-custodial um, DeFi protocol that works bridged across to Lunk to extract the liquidity and to make it worthwhile for all Lunk holders to transfer their assets into the Luna blockchain, exchange them, lock it permanently in the LP, and I think also pick up some kind of proportionate airdrop from the siphoning of the Oracle rewards pool into Luna and the redistribution of that. But um, Dow, you know, we're talking about the technical details. 
we're talking about how everyone's going to make lots of money, but we're kind of forgetting one of the most important things, which is that community, you know, is this the best thing for the Lunk community? Is this what is best for the Lunk chain? Um, does it, you know, annihilating the Oracle rewards pool, does, is that worth the price uh, for making everybody lots of money? Well, I think we need to segregate the two proposals that have been put forward. So there's the DeFi protocol, um, which is a cross-chain bridge of merge protocol. That's one thing. And then in addition to that, there are the two protocols, uh, the two proposals that are happening on both chains uh, to redistribute the community pool. So these are different things, and they shouldn't be considered as one package. Um, I think they have the same proposers, the same developers behind them. I think they are aiming towards the destruction of the Lunk blockchain um, and a kind of siphoning off of liquidity. And I think as far as I understand it, the DeFi protocol exists in bare bones fashion, in MVP fashion, uh, to achieve what the proposal may depend upon voting yes for. So their intention is if, if the proposal goes forward alone and the chain can simply be liquidated and vaporized immediately with the entirety of the community pool transferred over to the other one and redistributed on Luna, that is game over and they win. So there's no need for the DeFi protocol. However, plan B in a, in a game theoretic sense, plan B is that if that doesn't work, if it gets voted out and the bribing doesn't work to the validators on Lunk, then the DeFi protocol can be established, a cross-chain bridge can be established, which can slowly suck out liquidity using um, typical flywheel incentives. And the other thing with that is that the bigger the, the bonded position permanently, the bigger the LP positions are bonded permanently into the vault, the more each additional person who is bribed gets. So that means uh, the people who are initially signing up to deposit their lunk into the protocol and get Luna in return, are earning less than you would later on. The people who come last are earning the most because the emissions are the highest from the LP position that's locked in. My connection is not too great, but I think I heard a few details there about LP positions and locking and making money. Um, so that all seems pretty reasonable. Do you think that, so yeah, two separate proposals, one which is a bit more egregious and would kill the Lunk blockchain, and the second, which is just a protocol you can opt into, um, is the protocol that you opt into, uh, do you think they're trying to take the $2,165,113 locked in Astroport on Terra Classic uh, and move that over to Luna 2? Well, I think you're hinting at some kind of uh, involvement of that team. I have no idea. I don't think it's anything to do with that team. I think that team builds in the public eye. They're publicly doxed, all of them. Uh, whereas this team is is fully anonymous, so I don't think there's any relationship there. Um, but yeah, I would say that the the goal is to suck out the liquidity. That's the goal. And here's an interesting thing: the the Lunk blockchain community campaigned for a long, long time for the opening of staking on the Lunk blockchain because it was closed. It was closed for I think around three or four months. Um, it was closed down after the hold. It was locked down. There could be no new staking or delegation. Lots of people complained about that because it disabled the free flow of money. You know, somebody couldn't stake, whereas somebody else could. And that's unfair. That's inherently unfair. In any, any DeFi protocol, there needs to be complete equality of who is able to deposit money where, who is able to stake where. It should be your, entirely your choice. There should be no restrictions. 
So really, I think what, what Merge Protocol seeks to achieve is just to be a DeFi protocol. It's positioned on Luna. It's a cross-chain bridge. Yes, it provides a function. Yes. But at the same time, it, 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 it does nothing of itself. It cannot force you to use it. It cannot um, somehow manipulate you into using it. It's just an open, transparent protocol. You know, there, there's no person at the helm forcing anyone on Lunk to use it. It's entirely up to them. If they think the, the upside is worth the downside, then people might start depositing um, their Lunk inside it, and it might start sucking out liquidity. It might start siphoning liquidity from the Lunk blockchain into Luna. But really, it's just a DeFi protocol. There's no maliciousness here. People should be able to do whatever they like with their money. If, if somebody can design something like that that might solve a key inefficiency, that might um, provide deeper liquidity on Luna while providing some kind of incentive or at least choice for Lunk holders, then I think that's fair game. I don't think anyone can criticize that. We can say we think it's bad. We think it's awful for the community. You know, personally, my stance is that I'm going to vote no on anything like this, and I'm going to actively encourage everyone in the community never to use something like this, because I think it is putting the two communities in opposition. And I don't think that should ever happen. I don't think anyone who builds a tool that puts the two communities in opposition is, is a good person. I think there are ways to cooperate, um, ways to work together to build a whole greater than the parts that doesn't involve the direct siphoning of liquidity via some DeFi protocol. I think that is a little bit distasteful in many ways. And even if it is good in the short term for gaining liquidity, for deepening liquidity on the Luna blockchain, I think it could be hazardous and bad long term in terms of making a kind of tribal warfare situation, or perhaps somebody transfers their lunk across and they are suddenly the enemy for doing that. You know, that that is a horrible position when when it's like you have two hot water bottles and you connect a pipe between them. And when you press down one, uh, the, the water goes across the pipe into the other one and the other one swells up. And that's an, a horrible situation, right? Because it, it puts them in direct competition. And I don't think that should ever be a situation, either in reality or in narrative. I think we should avoid things like that. Um, so, so I know you're, you know, Lunkdower, are opposed to the merge and I'm kind of on the fence at the minute. I'm just kind of wanting to learn more about it and, and find out more details and, and then I'll sort of make my mind up. But uh, I know you've been preaching um, unity, community and utility and just kind of thinking about the merge from a, from a holistic view. Does, does the merge not in itself preach those three um those that that mantra of of unity community and, and and utility and potentially brings the the two communities which have been quite divided and separate and uh, yeah sort of opposed to each other together to uh, achieve a common goal yeah i mean i can see all perspectives i think for me my mission has always been you know we need to have lunk be an independent community it's a different set, a completely different set of demographics, right? So the, the new Luna community is mainly the people who were heartbroken in the crash, who lost everything, who were airdropped um, a proportionate amount to the snapshots pre and post crash. That is the, the current Luna community. The current Lunk community is mainly new retail investors who saw the potential, who wanted to build something out of the ashes. Um, they are separate. So I think 
they should remain separate in many ways. They have different goals. They are different kinds of people. Um, they have different dreams. You know, I think there's always going to be a distinction between both chains. They're all they're, they're both free to take their own direction, and I think that's healthy and positive. But I think there should be bridges formed wherever we can, and I think each person should easily be able to access the other chain. And I also think that any developer on one of the chains, say on Luna, should be able to deploy the same apps on Lunk. I, I think that should be a reality. So it's like separate islands, but there are bridges between them. I, I think that's I the just, I, Yeah, I just I just think like together together we could be stronger, right? So if you think about if you think about the old Luna community, it was a lot of it was a lot of education. It was kind of very DeFi focused and and you know ultimately built up this this 60 billion you know worked with the with the developers to build up this 60 billion dollar um ecosystem and then with the with the new lunk community you've got you know you've got retail you've got um memeability and you know we still see that community extremely strong having very high engagement you know always kind of top of the 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 alt ranks on on Luna Crush in terms of like engagement hashtags, um, and if you think about maybe if you brought those two communities together in a single blockchain, the power of what that could bring. What sort of power? Like, um, like, can you punch someone harder? Coach, it seems like power? you've been talking to the uh, merge protocol devs a lot because you're pretty insightful. No, it's it's just a few DMs over a few days. I was told it was happening two days ago, and that's that's the moment I started warning people on Twitter. That's the moment I started the inkling of like who they are, what time. Um, I did correlate it. It seemed to be, I don't know. It's too little data. It's only like a couple message. It was late at night in UK time, so you can draw into that if you like. Um, The only reason I started warning people was because there was an initial discussion like, hey, we're building this thing. And then there was a follow-up that said, would you accept 20,000 Luna uh, for passing this vote? So I found that a little bit sketchy. I found that a little bit sketchy. Similar things have happened in the past, and I've accepted them because it's in the interest of the ecosystem. But this one seemed like it definitely wasn't, um, which made me, it made the the hair on the end of my neck kind of stand up a little bit. I was like, hmm, there's something happening here. And then I asked two other validators and they said they'd been offered smaller amounts, which was quite complimentary given that, um, you know, we were offered 20,000 and they were only offered 3,000. So that was good. But at the same time, I don't think any amount of money would make me betray the Lunk community. I think that what we have built here, the, the vision, the hope, the amount of time, the effort, the emotion we put into this thing for the last six months, building up this wonderful community, unifying it, um, having terror rebels here, having all of these wonderful brains here, having everyone here and and building together, that isn't anything I give up for any amount of money. I, I'm I'm attracted. I, I've I reflected the other day. I'm attracted to doing things that help others. Firstly, and I'm also attracted to beautiful ideas. And for me. The, the idea of being bribed is not something beautiful, but the idea of building an independent chain and a thriving ecosystem that survives of itself without running to Doquan or anyone else, that is a beautiful thing. And that's what I believe in. So that's my basic position. That's why I turned down the bribe the other day. 
I understand completely if other validators say yes, not a problem, do whatever you like. As well as that, you know, use the protocol if you like, use merge protocol if you like. It's, it's in my opinion, the whole idea of crypto is financial sovereignty, the free flowing of money anywhere you like. You can go, you can deposit in whatever protocol you like, you can take it out whenever you like, you can stake it whenever you like, you can change it for any token you like, do whatever you like with it. Let the incentives be the carrot that draws you there, right? You know, if, if half of the lung community choose to use merge protocol and all, you know, half of the liquidity drains out and adds to loaner, I'm not going to blame them because that's just their choice. They've, they've expressed their own autonomous will and their volition in their actions. You know, I think financial assets are an expression of the will and people can do whatever they like. They're, they're free. They have free will. So it seems to me like the merge protocol, the gist of it is that they'll incentivize people to swap classic into Luna V2, but the incentive doesn't exist for the other side to do the opposite transaction. Is that correct? Yeah. So there would be an opportunity there for someone to build a uh, forked protocol in the opposite direction. Well, what's, I guess, I mean, I don't know if you can answer this, but like, what's to stop a current Luna holder to just, um, excuse me, someone's interrupting. What's to stop a current Luna holder from just buying up a bunch of Luna Classic and then taking advantage of the incentives as opposed to like the Luna Classic? I'm not sure. I haven't had a, a in-depth conversation with Des. I think they're working hard. Um, I think something was mentioned about tracking wallets. So they are going to track the transfers in the undelegations out of Lunk stakers, out of Lunk validators, um, because obviously they can't track anything that goes through an exchange or anything like that. But they can track the actions of Lunk stakers at the point at which they delegate and undelegate from from lung validators. So I think there's going to be some tracking there. I'm not sure exactly how it works. I'm not a technical person. Um, you know, there are these DeFi geniuses out there who know everything about this kind of thing. I'm not one of them. I'm going to say that. I'm going to be humble and say that, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a marketer. I'm a person with a vision. I know a little bit about code in terms of the architecture of code. Um, you know, I've, I've learned a little bit about um, Lisp and Haskell and functional programming languages, but it wasn't for coding. It was only to learn how to think. We should definitely hear from Jimmy because he's a, he's super insightful and not like a total jackass. Yeah, I'm I'm really keen to hear Jimmy's like initial impressions on merge. Jimmy, what do you think about the merge? I would say this. I looked at their Twitter. And I see very little information about them. There is no URL for their website. All it says, they live on the moon. Not even capitalized, just a moon, not the moon. Thanks, Jimmy. You're welcome. It's very early days, right? I think uh, they're just putting themselves out there. The, this is just like, hey, we're building this thing. It's probably going to be ready uh, late December, you know, sometime after IBC is opened. We're we're not investing all of our time in this thing. We're just building it slowly, in the idea that you know, if IBC opens, we want to provide this financial primitive because we think a lot of people might want to do it. And I think, from my perspective, fair enough, fair enough. Like, whenever there's any kind of market inefficiency, 
no matter what that is, there's always going to be some capitalist, some developer who can build a financial primitive, an app, whatever, that, that solves that inefficiency and offers some kind of incentive to, to facilitate the, the initiation of the siphoning of liquidity and eventual reaching of homeostasis. This really does remind me very much of a, of a vampire attack. Um, of, so, for example, SushiSwap on Uniswap trying to suck liquidity out of it. In the same way, this protocol is trying to vampire attack Lunk, um, which sounds like a bad thing being attacked by a vampire, but it's actually quite good because it, the way it works is, as Coach was saying, financial incentives. So uh, I, for one, if, if I can see a way to make money with this, I'll do it. I'll go and buy a bunch of Lunk, and then I'll bring it across, and then I'll get the, the rewards for locking that Lunk up on, on the Luna 2 chain. And I'll take that money and I'll uh, feed my family. So I think everyone has to think in this kind of, uh, this kind of way. Yeah. I, like the moment I, I read the messages earlier, I started thinking like, hey, am I going to be able to take some USDT on an exchange, exchange it for Lunk, sorry, exchange it for, for Lunk, and then send it to my Terra Station wallet uh, on the Lunk blockchain and then send it across and gain more proportionate Luna, then send that up to an exchange and gain more USDT, and then use the USDT to buy more Lunk and loop it round and around and around. Presumably I can't. Presumably that's just like my, my little uh, fantasy or something of making infinite money. Presumably there's going to be some kind of limiter valve somewhere along the way, maybe some kind of time deadline or some kind of monitoring of accounts or something like that. I'm not, not sure, but, but like they said they've solved this problem because I raised it earlier. They didn't say how. They never clarified. Um, but presumably, even so, there will be a lot of people who choose to use this opportunity, this ARB opportunity. Um, in the polls we've run in the last few weeks, I was quite kind of, I guess shocked would be the word, quite shocked to see that that so many people were asking for the merge. Um, and so many people seemed to be supporting Doquan. That was disappointing as well, you know, after all that happened. Um, I think the the last poll we ran about merge versus no merge, about 60% voted for the merge, which was kind of um, bewildering. It makes me think that, that most of the investors here now and most of the investors on Twitter are probably people who joined quite late because in my recollection, you know, when I first started Lunkdown in mid-May and, and laid out the vision and started the burn narrative and we began down this path, most of the people who came here early were very positive and very intelligent, and they they understood the vision. They understood, you know, the long term potential of the Lunk blockchain as an independent chain, a thriving ecosystem of itself. And I think it's really the people who came later on. They're the the bandwagoners. They're the ones who invest on the basis of seeing other people invest, whereas they don't see the the actual vision, the actual ideas, the actual framework behind the initial vision. You know, they're they're the ones who just kind of chase the carrot. And I think when we do these polls on Twitter, it's mostly those people voting now. You know, it's, it's mostly people who are opportunists. Um, I've jokingly called them cockroaches in the past. And I think that's sometimes true because they don't care about the long-term potential of the Lunk blockchain. They only really care about flipping their money, making a quick buck. Am I going to make a 2x on Lunk? You know, am I going to be able to transfer my Lunk to the Luna blockchain and make quick 50%? That's the way they think. You know, they're not people who really build things. They're people who exploit things that are already happening. Um, so, you know, in many ways as well, I was thinking that the people who swap their lunk to buy Luna are really the people we want to lose anyway, because they're the opportunists. 
they're the ones who don't really care, you know, about the future of the Lung blockchain anyway. They're the ones who will choose a quick profit over long-term building and over community. And I think that in many ways, the community will strengthen through losing those people. You know, there are always, you know, if you make a plate of food and a few bugs land in it, you need to take out those bugs. Otherwise, it's not going to be a tasty plate of food. It's the same with communities. There are always some bad people and there are always people that need taking out. And to, to offer specifically those bad people a carrot that lures them out of the blockchain, that siphons them away. You know, we might lose a little bit of liquidity. That's true. We might lower the market cap by half. That's true. But at the same time, we lose all of those bad actors, the ones who are here merely for profit and don't really care about unity, community, or utility. I think it's really interesting that Xerox Ears raises the idea of a, a vampire attack um, because we we saw we saw one successful vampire attack on on Terra V1, uh, which was uh, which was the Astroport um, vampire attack on on TerraSwap, and just kind of leads me back to that Astroport theory that that maybe they've they're behind this and they've been planning it for some time. Yeah, no idea. I mean, I don't want to get in any legal trouble with, um, you know, Gabe or the legal team there. I don't want to. What I will say is, in the past, the 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 team there has always built in the public eye. They've always been publicly doxxed. They've always had official companies and things. I think it's extremely unlikely that they have anything to do with this. Um, even though there is a high incentive to use Astroport's emissions better and to transfer the liquidity that's currently in Astroport Classic into the new version, even though there are all those incentives and I can see the clear way to do it and, and the agenda in doing it and the way it will be quite easy just to, to fork an existing protocol to do this um, and other primitives that are quite easy to, to integrate and embed. Even though that's incredibly easy, I don't think it's that team. I think it's it's difficult to ignore the uh, the positives that that has like across the ecosystem and they're not just from a not just from a kind of token price perspective but also from a from a from a liquidity perspective and then also attracting other builders to uh, the 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 ecosystem you know building the you know creating the astro wars um, bringing in uh, you know, teams like Redacted Cartel and, um, mm -hmm. yeah. Can I interrupt you though, Ryan? Absolutely. I think that something would help here. Maybe Xerox is, if you don't mind talking about this a little bit, is when people, when, okay, so when people mention bribes and cartels in the context of cryptocurrency, they really don't mean the same thing as, as bribing a police officer to get away with a crime or taking advantage of someone's greed or something like that. They, they mean something quite different. Maybe Xerox is you could talk about what bribes mean and how they are actually healthy in the context of DeFi. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know too much about this stuff, um, but I will say that I think when you say the word bribe, it brings into your head an image of maybe like a mob boss or someone, a police officer being handed a brown envelope under a table. But in reality, it's, it's not really like that at all. It's, it's actually very transparent and open. It's, it's kind of celebrated on a dashboard, on analytics. It's, everybody knows it's happening. So it's not some clandestine thing. It's more like lobbying, but in public. So for example, 
you know, um, maybe there's, I can think of a few examples here. Um, maybe there's an opportunity for someone to say, hey, I want to direct some token emissions here. I want you, your governance, I want the power of your governance, and I want you to vote on something um, because I think that's going to be beneficial for me. So maybe there's an Astroport pool and maybe that Astroport pool is uh, sufficiently like, um, you, you want more liquidity in that pool so that you can uh, have more volume and you can have more people using your protocol and there's uh, it's less slippage and blah, 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 blah. Um, so maybe Hold you on. want... Slow down. <laughs> Just for the, the lunk people, what is liquidity? What is that word? So um, here's an idea. Imagine you go to the airport and you've got the foreign exchange counter and you say, all right, I'd like to change some dollars for pounds. I don't know why you do that, but I want to change some dollars for pounds. So the cash they've got on hand at the, at the Forex desk, so let's say they've got like 200 pounds. <laughs> let's say they're rubbish. They've got 200 pounds and they've got like 500 yen and an assortment of other currencies. And you say, hey, I'd like 300 uh, I'd like $200 um, um, dollars worth of pounds. That cash on hand that they've got is their liquidity. It's how much of each type of currency they've actually got. So if they haven't got enough yen to swap for dollars, well, you're fucked. You can't actually get, you can't serve very many customers. Um, it's not exactly how it works in, in automated market makers, but it's a, it's a, it's a fine example. So you, cash on hand is liquidity in a sense. Yep. And and when you get into um, X times Y equals K pools with AMMs and stuff, the effect of of a loss of a tiny bit of liquidity of either of the pair tokens is is very injurious to the trading experience. It increases slippage a lot, increases the loss for the the people swapping. It, it makes it a horrible experience for for any trader. Um, so it damages the system greatly. Can, can you explain slippage? Sefi, do you mind explaining slippage? Uh, well, normally, so let's say today the price of Atom is $10. Uh, if there is insufficient liquidity in a AMM, then instead of one Atom costing $10, when you actually go to do the trade on your decks, it might end up being, let's say, $10 and you know 50 cents. So that would be a fairly high slippage. Uh, so normally you want slippage that is like, as you know, 0.3% or lower ideally, but slippages can go from like anywhere from one to 10%, depending on, or even more if the, if the, uh, the liquidity pool just doesn't have any money. So the way to look at it would be like, you're going to pay more for the coin you want. Uh, more than it's worth if the uh, pool contains insufficient resources. So this is what we mean by that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so ultimately, if uh, you want the, let's say, Luna Classic Atom pool in a DEX to have sufficient amounts of each, you have to incentivize somebody to provide Luna Classic and you have to provide someone to provide Atom so that everyone else can trade between the two. The person that's providing the liquidity would be considered a market maker or a liquidity provider um, in this case. And uh, to attract those people, you need to incentivize them. And how do you, how, why would I bother putting my money there? Well, there's lots of trading going on and there's fees being generated, then the liquidity provider gets some of those fees. If there's not much going on, uh, then you simultaneously 
uh, have less trading of your particular coin and that liquidity provider is not making any money. So eventually they pull their money out of there, which further, um, uh, like further uh, worsens the problem. So it's like interesting in crypto. It's like winner take all in that the most prominent coins tend to get the most liquidity because the people who are providing liquidity make the most money. And the flip side is also true. Um, like if you go to Uniswap or you go to Osmosis or Osmosis Frontier or something like that, and you're trying to get some rare coin. And typically, like if you go to buy a lot of it, like let's say you want ten or $100,000 worth, then you have to really be careful. Um, bribes and all that came into play where um, some of these pools will have incentive rewards in their in their sort of community pools in the decks, and you can direct some of those rewards towards certain coins or certain liquidity um, pools. And uh, so, if you're like the Luna Classic community, for example, you might decide to provide, I don't know, like ten million dollars worth of incentive liquidity for, say, Osmosis, and that incentivizes liquidity providers to actually provide more cash there. Now, the bribe part comes in, in that let's say um, you don't have enough governance power, uh, but you want to form a cartel, a group of people that um, you know belong to the Luna Classic community, and you want to outbid other uh, coins that are maybe on osmosis so that you can get more money into your liquidity pool for your particular coin. Uh, so it's kind of a self-perpetuating cycle and they're called bribes, but really, you know, call it whatever you want. But at the end of the day, it happens anyway. So what people have realized is that if you create a, um, uh, an entire system, like for example, the, the curve convex model, you can create an entire system where the bribes, so to speak, are entirely transparent. And the goal is to get as much voting power as possible to direct um, like liquidity yields or whatever you want to call them, incentives, liquidity incentives to the pool that you want. So something like that um, is what we're talking about when we're saying we're referring to like bribes usually in this context. But like in, a, in either case, like, you know, ultimately for some proposal, let's say people have some governance proposal or some sort of thing going on on blockchain, you know, your ability to convince everybody else to vote for your shit is really what it's all about, right? So it doesn't matter really how, what your, your personal opinion is about something. If you can't convince everyone else to vote for it, then it's, it's as, as good as dead in the water. And typically money talks. So if uh, people believe they can make more money with uh, voting yes for a proposal, they'll vote yes for it. And if they feel like they, you know, it might be a net negative for the protocol or something like that, they might vote no for it. Um, at the end of the day, like big money does not care about your individual opinions about like your your like philosophies or whatever. If your philosophy doesn't make money in the aggregate, it's likely to lose compared to another uh, vote that makes money for the protocol. So that's a way to look at it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Is this really interesting way of thinking that you have to assume that all. Uh, actors or most actors in the space will do whatever makes them the most money at any given time. So you have to think about, okay, well, how does that influence the design of whatever I'm doing? Um, and yeah, like what's the value of governance? So it's pretty difficult to determine sometimes what the value 
what your governance power is, but it becomes much, much easier when it's like tied directly to emissions of tokens and, and that sort of thing. Um, I mean, if you think about like, if you had a blockchain with like a massive, massive community pool or something, and but the value of the token is very, very cheap. Um, I mean, like the value of, I mean, the governance there can unlock quite a lot. If, if, you, look, if you look at like, I don't know, um, like Beanstalk, uh, Beanstalk was a stable coin that existed on Ethereum and it used like an algorithmic design, which is a bit experimental. Um, but they had one fatal flaw in their, in their protocol, which was you could, if you had like 50% or something of the, of the staked bean, or I can't remember what it was, some, some, some threshold, you could actually just instantly, um, instantly fire off a governance proposal. It would immediately execute. So this, this person flash loaned a fuckload of bean and um, basically just like drained the whole, the whole protocol, like the whole treasury instantly um, because of that one error in their code. Um, so yeah, it's like these kind of people are the ones like they're, they're prodding around. They're looking for things to break. They're looking for little doors to access. It's not about like, oh, community governance and like, what do we believe in? It's about, no, who can break this thing? Um, they're going to do whatever they can to make the most money as possible. So yeah, it's just like, just, I don't know. That's just the DeFi way of thinking. I think, I think you've been quite modest there, Xerox is. I think it was you that, that did the, uh, the uh, bean exploit, was it not? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, this is a recorded space, so I don't want to, you know, get into it. And, you know, this, there's a bit of money there. Um, but, you know, would I use that money to buy Lunk? That's the real question. Why, why should I buy Lunk with that money? Uh, that's the question I'm, I'm posing to the community. Man, you but you're kind of, you're pretty greedy though because you've taken the eighty million. What was it, eighty million in the in the Nomad Bridge hack, and then now you're like, you're still looking around for exploits. Not really the space for this. Nonsense. Yeah, we're, we're, we'll we'll not veer into this category here now. But yeah, where were we? Yeah, I, I mean, I have spaces where we talk silly and stuff, Sefi. And I think you're referring to a past one, but I'd rather not waste people's time here. Yeah, if anyone would like to come up and ask a question, then feel free. Any thoughts about the merge, um, reflections or um, opinions or whatever? We we don't know much. We're just reporting whatever we know because you know we're we're against the merge. We think that the collapse and the wiping out of the Lunk blockchain is a terrible thing. We've always believed in the independence of the Lark blockchain and having an economic alliance between them and having parity between them and, and having some kind of cross-pollination where we can deploy the same apps on either chain. That is what we've always believed on, believed in. But to destroy one of them, to raise liquidity for the other, I think that is it just it sits with me wrong. It sits with me wrong. And it's maybe I'm more personal about it than other people because of all my work and, and the amount I've donated to burning. And I think I've donated a hundred thousand bus now to burning lunk, but, mm. but Bruce, you don't believe that. Uh, so let's say, uh, let's say not enough people go out and buy the classic tokens. Maybe they don't, they don't go tell like maybe 10 or their friends and family to get some tokens in order to like acquire more voting power. They don't move their coins off Binance into wallets to go and vote, right? Um, isn't it quite possible that uh, a few wealthy characters like Zara here and some other people could just go in there and like vote in whatever they wanted? Right? 
So I think there is a personal responsibility people have to take here. And if they don't like something, they need to go and like get adequate coins to vote and make their vote count. Am I wrong? No, participation is crucial. Well, I mean, let, let's let's run this back a little bit. So there are two aspects of this that have been proposed. The first aspect of this is the, the merge protocol itself, which is an open, non-custodial, permissionless DeFi protocol. Everything is fully transparent. It's simply deployed onto the blockchain. Anyone can use it. Um, and, and that allows people to transfer their Lunk across to deposit it in a vault um, where it permanently provides LP to the, the Luna, um, I, I guess it's their own DEX. I'm not exactly sure how it works or if it's a, something built on top of Astroport. I'm not, not entirely sure. Haven't asked all the questions, haven't had an opportunity. Um, but anyway, there, there's an incentive there where you're paid to turn your Lunk into Luna and the incentive seems to come from exchange emissions. Don't know precisely how that's gonna work. But it makes sense on a on a fundamental level, just because exchange emissions are paid out twenty four seven to people who are non permanent LPs. They can leave at any time, so that makes sense. That's the thing that I think is inevitable and is going to happen regardless of what any of us think here. So we just need to accept that. The second thing that's been proposed is the winding down of the Lunk blockchain, the the selling, the voting. Firstly, you need to have a proposal and you need to have a vote. But the proposal is the voting for the Oracle Rewards Pool, which currently counts around $43 million, for that to be um, liquidated and converted into Luna and deposited in the community pool for Luna, not as a direct theft, but then to be redistributed, to be proportionately airdropped to all of the people who were staking on the old Lunk blockchain. So the exchange people aren't involved it's simply the people who were staked on the Lunk blockchain because as users, they have shown their commitment to actually being interested in DeFi, actually depositing their funds off-chain, sorry, on-chain, you know, installing the Terra wallet, interacting with the protocols, having enough conviction to stake for more than 21 days. They've done all these things. They, they are the, the core community members and they are really the people that the, the Luna community would love to steal. You know, they're, they're the key people. It's not the exchange people that the Luna community wants to take. But it's really the, with, with crypto though, like you don't really get any of the advantages of um, like staking rewards. You don't get the advantages of like security. You don't get any of those advantages if you're on a centralized exchange, right? And then some people have like wrapped Luna, that's going to zero, obviously. Um, I don't know why I would think people would think otherwise. And then if you have your, uh, yeah, your Luna, your Luna Classic, whatever on exchanges, and you're not sending that to your wallet to get take advantage of like the voting and the yield and everything, then everybody's just sort of eating away your money, essentially, right? Like, uh, but uh, do you think th with this merge story, do you think that uh, there's enough power to for the uh, people that are for it to make it go through? Like, do you think that uh, there's enough of a coalition? I don't, I don't know exactly how it's going to work, um, Sefi. You know, I, I was offered 20,000 Luna to vote yes. So what's that proportionally? So if they think 20,000 Luna is worth 6%, then you could multiply that by around 15, something like 300,000, 340,000 Luna has been seemingly allocated to this. If you assume that every validator is price discriminated based on their voting power, which might not necessarily be the case because I also have more social power. You know, I have 100 and 
what, 15,000 followers now. And that can influence money too. It's not just about the the vote. It's about the, the influence over mind. So maybe we could reel that down a little bit and, and weight it both on voting power and social power. And we can estimate that maybe 200,000 lunar or so has been allocated to this fund. So, you know, that that's the situation with the bribes. It's it's entirely down to the validators accepting this. It's it's not necessarily anything the community can can resist if the validators all say yes, because as we know, most money on any given blockchain is idle money. It's sleepy money. It's it's sticky money. It's money that isn't really changing. You know, a validator can do just about anything. A validator could raise their commission up to hundred percent tomorrow. And a very small percentage of people would ever undelegate. You know, most people aren't awake to these things. They don't notice. Most money is is sleepy. You know, people are doing things. They're living their lives. They're they're traveling with their families. They're doing other things. They're not directly committed and dedicated and interested in these things. Um, but yeah, like if you know, if somehow the community wakes up to what is happening and there's a strong message to all of the validators. You know, we've said no to any bribes, but if there's a strong message to all the other validators to say, we're not going to tolerate you bribe you being bribed. We're not going to tolerate anything like that. We believe in the independence of the chain. And you know, but I'm, there's nothing. But there's nothing to prevent sort of back backroom dealings, right? Well, that's what I'm talking about. If it wasn't clear. So if if it can't be prevented, then how do you play? Like how do you play this game? Uh, well, they they are they are listen. They are free to do their backroom dealings, but I am also free to expose it. I'm free. I have free speech. I can talk about these things, and that's exactly you, what I've done any, in the last two days. Do you have info about specific validators that are, um, you know, maybe engaging in these shenanigans in the background? No, I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus. I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus. But I, look, if I was offered, then certainly everyone else was too. I'm just conscious we've got JG up here, who's, uh, you know, uh, leader of the uh, the alliance on on, on Terra V2. Um, I'm just wondering what what his thoughts on the on the merge are. Um, you know, so my main concern uh, is the fake protocol that could be scamming people. That's like where my worry goes more than anything, because we have all these new people who aren't really ready for this type of scam and they are hungry for new token drops and new coins. And this is how they get got. So to me, uh, the merger is kind of secondary. I want to protect my community and the people listening, and then we can discuss uh, the benefits or pluses of the merger. And I mean, honestly, I think uh, t- I think Loom by itself is a standalone chain. I just want them to retain builders and identity. But uh, I mean, just just curious if if the alliance have a official position on 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 the merge yet? You, you guys have been kind of promising big things on on Terra VC. I'm wondering, you know, have you guys got anything to do with with merge protocol? So, uh, you know, we are a mid-ranked validator on Luna. Uh, NFT Switch is ranked like 75. And uh, we're not approached by anybody. We sub- we're we about to try to, if the parity is reached, the Skeleton Punks and the DAO, we're trying to find a way to include anybody who was over on Luna Classic. And if the market wants to revive there, we will participate uh, with those community members. Like, we don't want to leave anybody out. We think. Luna Classic to me was what I fell in love with with crypto, to be honest. That UI and UX is like what got me here. The DeFi got me to stay. 
And now we just have to re-educate these people on a better way to make money. That's all it comes down to. Great. Hmm. Maybe Pantera, are you still with us? Um, what are your thoughts about the merge? You haven't really, you asked a few questions, but you haven't talked about your own thoughts. Advantages, disadvantages, your, your mental way up. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's like build a bridge and then just have a bunch of like wild espionage behind the scenes to, <laughs> to pass proposals, to incentivize people to bridge away from one protocol to another. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Somebody, somebody with some deep pockets is behind it. So if they're going to pull off all those incentives, um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think there's some people in the Luna Classic community that have no idea what is going on at all times. So I, for them to even use a bridge, I, I would be shocked if they were able to do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. But there there should be a bridge between Luna and Luna Classic. I don't know why one doesn't exist already. Um, so I'm surprised it's taken this long. There will be soon, but that's uh, we're waiting for Doquan to finish it. I think Pantera raises a really good point. Um, most Luna Classic people have no hope of ever like navigating a page with multiple buttons and sliders. We should just have one button. Uh, if the if the de if the devs are listening, the merge protocol should just have one button which says merge. Um, that's my piece of advice. I mean, w what I've heard so far is that the the UI will be extremely simple and easy to engage with. It's just a case of connecting your wallet and then as you say i think you know pretty much you press one button and boom you've merged but uh i think that's all still in development yep we don't we haven't been told the timeline on this what i was told is that that ibc needs to be open presumably it uses that that's the um i'm hearing the some interesting news though bruce just now i don't know if you paid attention to the um so there's another blockchain i, I don't know if any, any of you know it but there's a meme coin chain on on in cosmos called the chihuahua chain or huawa h-u-a-h-u-a and in their group they're proposing uh the addition of a glue module which is to connect the chihuahua chain and merge it with luna and luna classic so it's like a three-way mega merge like look what kind of momentum is happening with these merge ideas i don't know could be interesting like a menage a trois yeah, like a dog and, and like two types of moon. Uh, I don't know. Like maybe you need to put like a little fire hydrant on the moon, have it piss around periodically. Or I don't know what do Chihuahuas piss. I'm not really sure, but it looks really cool though. I mean, it's a good idea. The glue proposal. Anyway, it's really interesting because 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 TFL put out this like alliance module, right, which was supposed to um, you know sort of bond chains together. I just wonder if that was like a diversion tactic because it. You know, from what you're saying, Sefi, and obviously we're talking here about merge protocol, it seems like the opposite is happening, where we've potentially got blockchains merging together. Lots of smoke and mirrors happening here. Yeah, I think the narrative is getting very confusing. Uh, I don't know what to tell people, honestly. Um, it should be pretty cool, though, once the... Uh, Luna, Luna Classic, and different Cosmos things are all available on the uh, Terra Station wallet. I I don't know that uh, most people in the Luna Classic community, community 
I think some of the YouTubers in the Classic have spent more time arguing nonsense as opposed to making videos on, say, how to use the TerraStation wallet and how to vote and how to stake their coins or and play, right? Like, or buy NFTs or whatever the fuck. Like, there's a lot of nonsense going on. And it's kind of, uh, I don't know, if they don't get their shit together, um, they're going to wind up having their coin go to zero. That's no good, right? So uh, I think the the YouTube crowd in particular, like I was on some guy's page. It was His name was Stellar Prism. And I don't know, like, I'm not sure what he's thinking exactly. But he's he. it sounds like he's going on a tirade. There's like birds in the background. He's talking about LunkDAO. I don't know why he's worried about LunkDAO. And, um, but he's not educating the community about how to use, let's say, um, the Terra Classic blockchain. He's not, um, I don't know, like making NFTs of himself and like maybe, you know, whatever, and like posting them for sale. Like, I don't know. Like, what are these people thinking? I'm not really sure. Um, respectfully, I don't know who that is, if it's your friend or whatever, but I'd rather you know, focus on the merge and, and um, these issues today. I don't know what that person is, but I don't well, know. Well, he's, uh, he's not in favor of the merge. That's for damn sure. He, he went on a tirade on his Twitter. Uh, well, he can come in here himself and, and represent himself. I don't think there's any need to, to talk that's about true. it. Um, would anyone else like to come up and, and ask a question or express your own views on the merge or whatever? Um, you know, we, we don't know much. We've told you what we know. You know, we've said we're against the merge. Um, but, but beyond that, there's, there's not much that, you know, personally we can say, we can say we'll vote against it. We'll can say, we can say we'll spread the word, you know, um, is, is Sefi, is Sefi pro or against merge? Do we know? Yeah. What, what is your position, Sefi? Mm, I'm waiting to be convinced. I'm, I've been kind of probing the community, asking some questions. I don't know what's going on, really. I'm just a complete uh, idiot about this merge thing. So I'm keeping an open mind. I'm, I think uh, we'll see if which community uh, can convince me one way or the other um, using facts and knowledge or maybe some YouTube videos. Um, perhaps if someone can make a very funny YouTube video that organizes all these principles together and makes me laugh, I might decide to use my um, voting power uh, for or against the merge, depending, right? Yeah. All right. Well, sad to hear that. Because I, I, I think of the merge as like two blockchains coming together. Imagine like um, a, uh, like a sperm and an egg, right? Uh, it's like a conception and maybe like a new baby can be for formed and the mix of these two things will be like like maybe let's say for example uh one chain has like a bit more of a blue color one has a bit more of a red color because of their iconography but you blend them together and now you have an entirely new different icon and i'm thinking like a little baby chain like gets born right we have maybe twins get what if there are then four chains and there's like twins are born or something like this i'm really optimistic about this kind of idea of like bringing biological mimicry into the blockchain space and sort of like evolving and forming little babies and things like that. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know whether you come here to troll or what, but it's, this is an important decision for the lung community. And I think we need to get the word out here and, you know, spread the word that, that it's not okay for validators to take bribes. It's not okay for, 
people to vote against Lunk's independence. And there are some situations in which making a joke and, you know, breeding blockchains or whatever else, it just feels distasteful because it's a critical point for the community. And I think to realize that, to, to have a heartfelt connection to the blockchain and everything we've built so far and the future. You haven't read the protocol, have you? You haven't seen the upgrade updates. I don't really know what you mean, but like, yeah, the merge is like, imagine two pieces of DNA coming together uh, and forming a, a new strand, like a new um, organism. That's the idea. I'm not joking. That's not the, the direction here is to form like a, a sort of like a conjoined twin type of thing. Mm, I think you've come here to troll. I think everyone needs to read the actual protocol again. The updates are legit. I think they're very interesting. Yeah, there is no protocol, so I'm going to have to remove you from speakers. It hasn't been released yet. This is only a few messages. So, you know, let, let's not pretend we know more than we do because we're dealing with real people's money here. This isn't... Um, isn't a joke. Me personally, I've worked for many, many years to invest in Lunk. So this is a a personal heartfelt thing. You know, let, let's not pretend that we know more than we do. All we've seen so far is a Twitter page, a few tweets, and some minimal messages about the, the developers behind this thing. So, you know, and I'm not willing to give people the impression that we know more than we do. You know, as LunkDAO, we're going to stand for independence. We're going to vote no. Um... But, you know, uh, I, I guess I just feel, <sighs> I mean, I like you, Sefi, I do, but, and it's nothing to do with you. I just feel depressed in general because for me to work for six months, to donate all of that money, for to grind so long, to get staking and delegation opened, to, to, you know, to work, to promote my validator and everything we're doing for the chain, and then to have that kind of crushed by this proposal this merge idea is i don't know it hits me in the heart it's like being stabbed in the heart or something it's bad it's um it's not good and you know it's destructive as well because all of the people who are currently validators they're going to lose their their node um you know they're going to be proportionately dropped luna on the new chain for sure and they might make some money but they're going to lose their their passive income in the long run um beyond staking of luna so, and, you know, terror rebels and these other people, they're not going to be able to get funding anymore. There's no community pool just for them unless they want to work on, on Luna too. So a lot of people are, are really riding on it. Their livelihoods is, is riding on this quite strongly. Um, and the, the issue is that in the bear market, when everyone is struggling, when everyone's, you know, got quite a lot of, a low amount of money in their, their pockets, they are much more likely to accept bribes, you know? So I don't know. I, I just hope people choose their integrity over a little bit of money or whatever, because there's a beautiful future here in building an independent blockchain. Um, and, and I think there's a horrible outcome here in dissolving that future completely into nothing, to wiping it out just for some money, you know? When I look back on my own life, I want to think like, you know, I really worked hard to build things. I really worked hard to build the future. And 
did as well as I could and and worked with a group of people and we were friends and we we chose the right things and we made moral choices. I don't want to look back and think, oh, there was that time I, you know, built something great and then suddenly I was bribed by someone. That's just I don't know, I don't like it. That's just my two cents. Yeah, but doubt I mean I understand what you're saying about the you know the moral imperative for us to sort of put decentralization first and the community on chain. But as a user, um, I'm quite excited. You know, I, I'm against the merge, but if it does happen, there's going to be a great opportunity here to try and exploit it and try and find ways to create money and, and to make money uh, by uh, by looking at what's what's been built. Is there any way to sort of game it? Is there any way to sort of exploit the new mechanism? And um, this is something I'm all about. So for me, um, and and you know, this is something you know everybody here can really do. Anybody who's interested in uh, game theory, anyone who's interested in just like, working through logically, how can I make the most money out of this? It's something that we can we can do uh, as a community collectively. Uh, but I will do first. Yeah, I suppose you're right. I suppose the only way that I would possibly engage with this thing is if, for instance, there is a way to transfer Lunk across to the Luna blockchain and then get some reward and then put it back into Lunk again effectively stealing the liquidity out of out of luna um you know because i think they they seem to be assuming on some level that people will stay on the luna blockchain and they also seem to be riding on this idea that the oracle rewards pool will be liquidated i mean we're we're making two assumptions here we're making the assumption that the defi protocol exists merge protocol exists and the the liquidation of the Oracle rewards pool on Lunk doesn't happen. It's voted out. It's voted no. If that happens, there may be interesting arbitrage situations where we can drain the liquidity out of Luna and into Lunk. And, and I think that that could be interesting, yeah. Maybe there's some realm of possibilities opened up where the protocol's existence works against Luna in an unexpected way. So, so yeah, I think there's there's ideas like that. I just... Is, is there? Is, can you can you foresee a situation where Lumpdown might put a counter proposal on Terra V two to uh, redirect the community funds into a reverse merge? I think the fascinating thing about DeFi in general is if we assume there's parity between the chains, somebody, maybe Terra Rebels, maybe the Lumpdown developers, you know, maybe even you could help, Brian. We can launch the reverse protocol on Lunk to allow people on Luna 2 to send across their tokens, to to lock them in a permanent LP vault, and to gain emissions from Astroport Classic. And I think that's an interesting idea as well. Then the the stream goes both ways. Um, do you know those those fishes, Ryan? I've forgotten the name of them. They're the, the fish that swim up your urethra in the Amazon. You know, you're peeing and it swims up and it has little spines on it. I've forgotten the name of it. It's a... I'll remember it later. Anyway, the, the interesting thing is the fish swims up and you can't pull it out because the spines are only one directional, right? So I think if one protocol exists, then we're having that situation where the fish has swum up the urethra and it can't go back out. But if it exists both directions, then it's going to be an interesting little tug of war, isn't it? Where maybe we end up, maybe by by deploying this idea, they end up screwing themselves over because somebody launches the fork of the app on the other chain and it ends up siphoning more liquidity from Luna than to Luna. And I think that's quite fascinating. 
you know, I think the in DeFi that the the truth of what people value prevails in the end. And if we look at the two chains now, then Lunk has four times the market cap of Luna. So clearly they value it four times as much. You know, there is this thing happening though, where a lot of people got rich on Luna Classic. They bought the bottom, you know, they made like a 10X or more, right? And as a result of that, they are now very, very wealthy. They're very powerful. And what some people have been doing is they've been acquiring massive amounts of Luna token to try to vote out Doquan and to vote out TFL out of the seat of power uh, on Luna V2. So this is another paradigm that's playing out that um, people should be considering. I see we've got a couple of people who've, who've jumped up on stage and maybe they want yeah. to give an opinion or ask a question. So um, yeah. did you want to jump in here? Yeah, I, we'll take some questions. I don't, I don't know um, how long I want to do it because I don't know, feeling a bit depressed about the whole thing. To be honest, after working so long, like I have, I've been working my ass off on this thing for, for like six months. So, like, to hear other validators are accepting bribes and like this, this protocol is going to launch and like it's just like Jesus, how hard can I work for how long and and like still have it blown up? You know what I mean? It's like. I'm going to, I'm going to fight, but I need, I didn't sleep last night after finding this shit out. Like, so I don't know. Well, I think, I think that I can speak for, you know, the majority of, uh, the lump community out there. I mean, not necessarily, but whenever I say, you know, we're a decentralized, uh, community, <clears throat> you know, we have government's implement implementation. We have a lot of stuff out there. And I think that a lot of people like that have invested and I don't mean just bought in to buy in. I think a lot of people, a lot of our holders are actually investors that see the potential in the decentralized aspect of what we're doing. I mean, whenever we have the spike, whenever um, we actually have the government's implementation pass, the proposal pass, whenever we saw that and we saw that spike, I mean, that said a lot. And now that we're seeing these exchanges go down BlockFi just went down today, supposedly. You know, have all these things going on. Everybody's running to, uh, you know, CZ, Binance. You know, everybody's running to these centralized exchanges. And we're standing over here like, you know, you know, we're decentralized. You know, we're not going to go over these uh, uh, platforms and uh, exchanges. We're going to try to bring that to our blockchain. And I think that, and I really do think that the utility aspect of what we're trying to build right now is going to say a lot and i'd say quarter two of uh 23 and and that's just my personal opinion um i, I hope that the roadmap goes as planned but back to what i was saying about being decentralized we are all under the same impression that this is decentralized we need to keep it that way and when we when we talk about merging luna and uh and lunk you know there's a lot of plays that we can uh, generalize uh, in blockchain protocol that we can both profit from one another, um, especially being in the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, I don't think that a merge, and this is my personal opinion, I don't think that necessarily an actual merge is necessary for this to happen. And for the merge itself, 
to even be on the table right now. I mean, we're arguing about uh, a burn tax. You know, we dropped the burn tax. Now we're, you know, trying to up the burn tax. Are we going to lower the burn tax again? I know we're trying to take advantage of the IVC opening up and all that, which is good. But at the same time, um, I think that what I've learned throughout a lot of this is people confuse people intentionally. And whenever there's too much confusion and a concept that is fairly simple, I think that that's a problem. And I think that in regards to merge, I think that causing a little bit of this confusion for, um, and this is, I'm not saying that anybody is um, not intelligent on blockchain or anything like that, but what I am saying is that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't really know what's going on. They're just kind of liking this decentralized aspect. And what's the, um, um, what's the feeling on the ground with regards to merge um, amongst the Lunk community? Are they, are they generally feeling positive, negative, or, or, or just confused? I mean, I'm, I'm, I would say confused because there's a lot of people out there that rely on influencers. And just today, I do watch a lot of videos. I listen a lot. I listen to a lot of Twitter spaces. I listen to pretty much anything you can do, think of all day long in regards to cryptocurrency. Um, and in my personal opinion, I would say that there's just straight confusion. I mean, this is kind of a curveball out of nowhere. Talking about a merge, 1.2% burn tax, we just changed the burn. We haven't even had the big burn for Binance yet. I mean, I mean, is that not in itself confusion? So no, I, I, I also want to say, I think the, the changing the tax again is bullshit. Like that changing the tax like back and forth and back and forth, that is a great way to potentially lose Binance. And probably finance are one of our greatest assets now, like for them to, I mean, like I remember when we were campaigning for the, for them to do the tax, like I was making a load of uh, written letters to Binance, like Binance, you need to do this and this and this, you've ignored the community and stuff. And they eventually like um, cracked and did it, which was fantastic, but it took us so long to get there. It took us so long for them to finally implement the tax. And then to like just just like screw it around and change the numbers twenty four seven, that's a good way to let CZ know that like the the community isn't serious. Like we're just tweakers constantly changing things. You know we have to stick to one plan and keep to it. Otherwise, the rest of crypto will not respect us. Exactly. That's what I was saying about confusion. There's a lot of confusion out there in regards to it, and you know uh, major exchanges like that. Who I mean. Like everyone also says, you know, we, we necessarily can't blame them because, you know, a lot of this is profit. A lot of people are going to try to get their profit however they can. They also have to be very delicate in the ways um, that they uh, put this out there. And so, you know, whenever whenever we stop and think about it, the the concept of being able to decentralize everything away from someone having that much influence. I mean... I, I just feel I just feel that I just really feel that anything that's coming from any exchange and us being decentralized shouldn't have any 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 influence. I think that like you said, the 
changing of the burn tax is bullshit. And pardon my language, I apologize. Um, it is bullcrap. And the reason I say that personally is because, like you said, uh, it causes uh, the world out there to see that we are not on the same page. Number one, that you know we can't even we can't even wait for the big burn to come in before we try to implement uh, you know a, a bigger one. You know now they don't necessarily have to do this as so we should all say thank you to CZ for that. But at the same time, you know, there is blockchain protocol. You know, in my personal opinion, I and maybe someone else can explain this. Um, but if you have code, your coin is a code, and they have this code, and then we change that code, and, and now I'm being all hypothetical in this, and we change that code to be this, but they don't implement it, isn't that like they have to. They have to by blockchain protocol, regardless of whether it's on or off, um, implement that burn. And they're, in my personal opinion, advocating specific people to also play in that that is improbable. But blockchain protocol states that that's possible. I mean, somebody can, if somebody can clarify that for me, that'd be great. What say, what say you, Wes? Wes, I, I think you wanted to jump in there. Do you mean you to Wes? Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> my, my bad, my bad. No, I, I, I just totally agree on uh, what Long Dow just said. Uh, I think the inconsistency is a huge problem. Like you will see investors just fall off, like you know, leaves in 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 winter. Like you know what I mean. So I I think being consistent is uh, really really key. And I I thought the one point two the one point two percent tax was uh, pretty pretty good. I mean, we saw the prices jump up, and as soon as we changed it to zero point two, you saw a lot of uh, price. Pre- you saw a lot of pressure on the share price, right? Um, and I, I think that was a mistake because you, you have some, you know, you have CEXs just charging people over ten percent, twenty percent, and. You know, we don't say anything about that. And to help Lunk, if you pay extra 1.2%, I think that's just pretty legit. And also, it makes Lunk a little bit, in my view, in my view, and I, I know a lot of people think that the 1.2% is uh, having the burn tax by itself is uh, negative to to uh, the uh, c- cryptocurrency itself. But... I sort of argued the opposite, uh, just because uh, you have you have a product and you're paying extra for it, it makes it a high value product. It doesn't necessarily make it like a, a, a less of a value, in my opinion. Uh, but I might be wrong. Uh, but that's just my uh, yeah. I mean, I mean we, we can go back and forth on on the merits. 
uh, and the negatives on a on a burn tax. You know, my, my personal view would be that it, it kills on chain activity because no one wants to do anything. No one wants to interact true. with any protocols because every time they interact, they're losing one point two percent of their of their tokens. So, um, but at the same That's time, it obviously does create a create a narrative. You know, which is which is drawn in a very large community. And as you say, when it was reduced down, that had a a negative impact on the uh, on the token price. So we definitely go back and forth on that, and uh, I think everyone will have their own opinion. Uh, just wondering what your what your I, I, view is on 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 the kind of early information coming out about the merge. Uh, that's actually. Uh, I was listening to everybody's thoughts on that, and I, for me to really speak on it, I have to have uh, legit information, right? Uh, right now is just more of like he, uh, you know, he says uh, he says she said, right? Um, there's no actual document that we can look through and really see the pros and cons of the merge itself. So that by itself is a problem. You're just creating this buzz. I don't know if this is like you know something that to drive up like you know. Uh, uh, it, it, I don't know if it is like something that 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 they're using to have a lot of users or uh attract uh potential customers but no just to to clarify like we we know just as much as you we've seen the the twitter page with the merge protocol thing um we've seen the rough outline of how it'll work um the way people are going to get more than they put in through um decentralized exchange emissions to incentivize the locking of liquidity We've heard the the rumors about the different proposals to shut down the the Luna blockchain and merge it into effectively merge it in by proportionally airdropping Luna um, to the old Lunk stakers. We've heard all of that stuff, but in actual practicality, we don't have a launch a launched app yet. We don't have um, proposals up for voting yet. There's nothing like that. So right. right now, my incentive for starting this space is just to say, hey, no, this seems to be something that is being planned. And also just to have people say to their validators, you know, if you accept a, if you accept a bribe of any kind to vote yes on this, we are going to stake away from you because we don't tolerate you being paid money to vote on our behalves when it's against the best interests of the chain. So that's my, my reason for starting this. I think I'm right with you on that, but uh, it, it lacks a lot of information, a lot of detailed information. Yeah, I think um, I think so, I think definitely respect to coach because he's just giving out information that he's got, trying right. to get ahead of this thing, trying to protect the community and bring some unity together. Um, so yeah, yeah, big respect to that. And I, well, I think you, you're taking exactly the right approach, in, in yeah. my opinion, which is to wait for more information before okay. forming a firm judgment. Exactly. Okay, you're one of those people. Making, you're making yeah. I was going to say, you're one of those people who can, you have a high level of discernment, though. When the information comes out, you'll be able to operate on it. You'll be able to wait for a decision. Um, what I don't want to happen is for validators to be bribed or whoever to be bribed um, in terms mm. of, in, that means incentivized by paying them Luna to vote a certain way. I don't want that to happen. And then I don't want those people to start promoting, you know, that the merge is a good idea. You know, this is the only way we can save the chain for them to start messaging based on their incentives of being paid. 
And then for the right. average person, which isn't you, you're not the average person, you're, you're someone more intelligent than most. But for the average person to be fooled by that. So I'm speaking out preemptively out of moral responsibility. Like, you know, right. I have to now to warn people about what might be coming, even if it's not coming, even if it's different from what we anticipate. Be aware that these things can easily be passed. Like wherever there's a market inefficiency, wherever there's any kind of inefficiency or, or incentive to produce a DeFi protocol like Merge Protocol, chances are sooner or later it will get made. Um, so these things are worth learning about in advance, especially for people who have come on chain for the first time or bought cryptocurrency for the first time. They don't know about these things. You know, They're not aware of the risks. And as it happens in front of their eyes, they might miss it. No, I, I completely agree. I, I I think it's the right thing to do, but you don't. At the same time, you don't want to be the 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 the, the guy that cried wolf, right? Um, so, and I mean, this is. I, I understand you're in a pickle in a sense that you know you you have like some kind of moral moral obligation to let you know investors know you know what's coming but at the same time you just don't want to be that that guy that cried wolf right like uh this is I, nothing that is set well, in stone there's I don't, no proposal I don't, I don't think that's the i don't think that's the case in in, in this scenario i mean there's uh -huh. been you know information circulating in, in telegram and discord groups that this is a a very real thing so um so yeah, I don't think it's a it's a crying wolf situation necessarily. I no, think no, no, that no. Like, it I'm, is I'm agreed that right you now. should. I'm not talking we should about definitely. Right now, but you know, as time goes, uh, every time like you know, Lockdown gets some kind of uh, a thing, like you know, he just comes out and says, "Oh, by the way, like this is not good." By the way, like you by doing this, uh, you probably are fudding it a little bit, right? Like we yes, are decentralized. That's the point. Right, so but you know, if you're talking about like bribes and everything, then you know, uh, 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 you know, an investor like me, I'm going to be like, holy shit, they don't have their shit together. They're bribing now. I'm you not know, well, No, what I'm saying is, what I'm getting at is, is that when this kind of stuff is brought to the light before it gets to the point, bringing it to the light is passed. Then you know, we we are a decentralized community. And us being a decentralized community need information. And the only way to actually get information is to get on here to spaces because it's very hard to communicate in areas where we're not wanted to communicate. So this is why we get on here. We're a decentralized platform and we want, in my personal opinion, everyone to be aware of the situation because personally, I didn't know anything about this until earlier. And let me tell you, I'm all day, every day, uh, Luna Classic. And so, right. you know, for me, for me to just hear about it is, it's kind of, it's kind of out there. So, I mean, I'm glad that this is being brought to the light. That way we can actually delve into what needs to be done, come back to a space and discuss it then. Personal no, opinion. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with uh, what you just said. Uh, I'm just saying that I'm just mentioning that you don't want to be the, the guy that cried wolf in a sense that, I mean, he's not literally doing it right now but i'm just saying you know you don't want to be looked at in the future you see what i'm saying so but if it's uh, not done if it's not done then in the future if it had happened and no one had said anything about it then everyone would be looking like a fool so and 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 
you know, we, we, like I said, we're decentralized and it's, it's good that we have community discussions because in all reality, this is this Twitter space. Anyone can get on here and anyone can uh, have a voice in so many words. And this, that's the point of this. That's the point of this discussion. I think in my personal opinion, I'm not trying to rain on the actual purpose of this, but uh, I'm just saying that, you know, we, we want it to be brought to the light. We want players to, uh, you know, speak truth, come, just come to the light. Oh, no, I, absolutely. And I, I support that and I advocate for that. And as an investor, like, I want to know if somebody has some kind of information, I want to know, right? Uh, it, that goes without saying. It, it was just a, a minor suggestion that I just kind of uh, threw out there. But it doesn't mean that that's what he's doing. I'm, I, I, I just want to, you know, move on from that and just, you know, concentrate on uh, the actual uh, thing that that is happening, which is now we're talking about the merge protocol. And I'm just saying that we don't have a lot of information and and thus like making some kind of uh judgment uh is just i don't know for me i don't think it's wise uh but you know it's obviously this is not a financial advice right uh, but but i i i i'm not disagreeing with uh, lung dao what lung dao is doing and i i think it's uh it's an awesome thing that he's doing he's just coming to the uh community and just saying hey this is what I think it's going on. And what are your thoughts? What are your criticisms, right? So in that aspect, I, I completely agree. But but to say that like, okay, verbatim, like this is what they're doing. This is, this is what they're uh, actually about to do uh, without any like, you know, any proposal or anything that could mislead any investor, in my opinion. Uh, but I don't agree. I, I don't disagree with uh, what Lung Dao is doing. It's just uh, let's just you know be mindful of how we're approaching this uh, specific issue. And yeah. Don't um, don't don't uh, exaggerate either. We've we've been fully objective here today. We just said this is what we know, um, well, and as as a validator, we're going to stand against it. We're going to vote no on anything, and if. Anything like this is going on, then just be be warned and say you're you're definitely against it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, uh, but then again, like I don't have uh, the full information, so like for me to say I'm against it or I'm for it is just uh, well, I, I think, I, I think the, it's premature. The general principle of the merge protocol, the general principle of it. Forget what it does, how it works, you know, what time it's going to come on, you know. The general principle of it is to merge. So if we know that there's a massive probability that this is going to, you know, even, you know, be put out there, because it's already being talked about, obviously, not just here, um, but in, you know, major areas. So if the general principle of this is to merge, then, you know, it, it is a discussion worth having. And, you know, I feel that, you know, it should happen. And so, you know, which way are we going? How are we going to go about it? You know, it, it doesn't matter how, how this works. It, it's the general principle that this is, it's built, it's, it's being built possibly to destroy a, our decentralized community 
and make it not decentralized. That's just my personal opinion, and I just feel that, you know, everyone should speak up on it because, man, there's not a whole lot of decentralization out there anymore, and we have a Ferrari. I mean, we have a Ferrari, and, uh, you know, we have an opportunity. And when, when I see the merge probability, I think of, you know, having to give half away that Ferrari. You know, that, you don't want to sell that Ferrari. You know what I mean? You want to keep that Ferrari. Right. I, I, I totally agree. But let me pose this one question. And, uh, you know, I want to hear everyone's thoughts. Uh, I'm not trying to hijack the, uh, you know, Longdale's uh, room. But, um, okay, so there – Lunk is not the first one to uh, split, right? Like to do a split. Uh, you have Ethereum that split to, uh, you know, Ethereum Classic, and you have the actual Ethereum, and now they're working on, you know, they've been working on it, and they, they did the split already. I don't know if that was like a legit split. But anyway, um, have we had any successful token or cryptocurrency that split? and still maintained their uh, status. If there is none, then uh, what makes us uh, so different than the others? I, I think that's a... <laughs> we were a top three coin. We were, a, what, a 60-something billion dollar... We were, um, yes. Like, I'm, I'm, company. I'm not disagreeing. To, to I'm not disagreeing on that. Sorry, guys, we keep it merge related because if you want to have a general discussion about Lunk or Luna, we can do that in like a thousand other spaces. But just like, um, personally, I just want to say like, this appears to be happening, apps appears to be um, being developed. There's a proposal being flung around in the background through validator channels. Um, so just like, be alert. And it's not, it's not, in any way third i think it's a positive thing like i think communicating clearly what you know is a positive thing and having is that they want them to vote against any potential merge is a good thing i think it's all a good thing um there's no like horror story here and also i think people misunderstand the nature of blockchains there is always lobbying going on there is always bribing going on whenever there's any vote on any governance proposal there are people who message in the background to Telegram, uh, you know, Telegram DMs, Twitter DMs. Please, can you vote for this? We'll give you this in exchange. That that's just the nature of blockchain. It's like a a, a bribe economy, if you like. That that's how it works. People message, they they vote on things for reciprocation later. That's just the nature of it. To point out that some bribing is going on or something like that. That is like garden variety blockchain business it's just what happens all of the time it's not a bad thing um so when we talk about like bribing or something like that that is like the the nature of blockchains everyone has skin in the game everyone has a financial incentive if a bribe exists and say a validator is bribed they won't accept because like i'll give you an example if if a validator and if i say to a validator will you accept one thousand dollars to vote on this certain proposal but the proposal is really bad for the blockchain. 
they're never going to say yes because they're a validator. They operate a node. You know, they have the political image of having voted on that thing that was destructive for the whole chain as a whole, and also having skin in the game themselves, running a node, you know, earning commissions. If it's destructive to the chain, that is really bad for them in the long run. So they're not just going to accept any bribe. To accept a bribe in the first place means that it's probably going to be plus EV for the whole chain, right? Otherwise, it wouldn't happen. So, so validators in general are, are like a bribe economy. People are always messaging in the background, trying to get things done, trying to maximize value from themselves. It's like raw capitalism. It's like it's just raw, unfiltered capitalism, and and financial incentives are are the king there. So don't misunderstand that. Like that happens all the time. There's no fud there. There's no fud when it comes to bribing. That's the nature of every single blockchain. I think it's also the nature of traditional finance as well. Fair enough, uh, Lankdale. Yeah, you can think of like a very simple example of bribes would be maybe um, Chase Bank offers you uh, 2% on your savings account and then Citibank comes along and offers you 2.5%. They're basically trying to bribe you to move your savings account from one uh, bank to another. And it's just a, you know, it's it's the same principle. Yep. Call it a reward, call it a gift, call it whatever you like. The the terminology of, of bribe and cartels and things like that just emerged on the blockchain because it's quite funny, I think. Like there's there's funny terms thrown around to make each other laugh and like this this idea of everyone is a degenerate uh, you know, gambler aping into things and stuff. It's just like the human <laughs> uh, I got you. But yeah, does anyone have any questions about emerge or thoughts about it reflections um again we're not saying it's definitely going to happen we're not saying it's going to happen in a particular way we're just saying you know be alert be aware there are financial incentives for these things to happen so you know make your opinion known and make sure that you're alert to anything potentially happening so you can be involved in governance yeah i think the one thing that i'll be watching out for will be you know, given the information that you've provided, is is will any um, validators start promoting this? And I think that'd be an indication that they've probably, you know, had some backhand deal to uh, to, to promote the merge. Absolutely, I think things to watch out for are validators being pro merge, projects being pro merge, for anyone involved in say you know some of the organizations involved on the blockchain for them to be pro merge also i think something to be mildly aware of is if anyone is asked if they are pro or for merge and they refuse to answer if they just maintain silence uh then probably there might be something going on there as well because if anyone cares for the independence of lunk as a blockchain who really wants the the future of lunk to be thriving as an independent chain they are going to say no. Uh, you know, I'm not going to accept the merge. I'm not going to accept the winding down of this chain. You know, the killing of the Oracle Rewards pool, the the winding down of validators, anything like that. They're going to be, you know, maybe not as vocal and and in some ways kind of flamboyant and brash as us. You know, I'm I have quite a colorful personality on Twitter. Obviously, they're not going to be as loud as us, but they will state in a tweet or two that you know, if there is a vote, we're going to say no. So I think Ryan is very right. Like. Be be alert to this stuff. Be alert to anyone subtly pushing for this merge. 
All right. Uh, quick question, though. Um, yes, I want the uh, independence, but at the same time, uh, right now we're basically uh, heading towards, if not, we're already in a liquidity crunch, right? Um, if merging it provides uh, enough liquidity, then how do you perceive that? I think it depends entirely on what the deal is, right? So right now, we've heard about things and like... And that's actually the exact point, right? Uh, it depends on the deal. The devil is in the details, right? So that's what I'm just waiting for. See, I'm not mm-hmm. going to dismiss it. Just the fact that I have this, you know egocentric uh or somewhat of like oh okay like i want it to be this way and therefore it should be this way without being mindful of what's going on outside of your own world right uh, there are people that want to see this go up because they lost a lot of money and you're one of them i'm 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 hip uh but you know you're, you're you're one in a, you know, thousands, right? Um, and you don't know, like, you know, what other people, well, you know, what their situation is. So I just, I'll just wait. And that's, I'll, I'll I'm not. I agree whenever not, you say it's in, the devil is in the details. And I, right. I, I, I agree. But <clears throat> at the same time, you know, we've also got to take into consideration the entire market on a broad spectrum because, a, you know, a lot of this stuff has happened <clears throat> in regards to Bitcoin going down. And so, you know, when will we see Bitcoin and Ethereum go up? When will we see, you know, other projects uh, start to uh, gain more liquidity? I think that the rise in staked coins, <clears throat> I think that we have good liquidity in the market even though to be honest with you i don't think that we should be keeping our coins out there and exchanges in my personal opinion but um i think that a lot of it you know does depend on the deal but i think that also it depends on the broad aspect of the crypto market in itself that's just my personal opinion yeah well i mean no you you made a uh, i i think you made a very good point but at the same time like that's speculation right like you're still thinking about oh okay, like, what's the look what it oh right everything is you know pretty much pretty much speculation i understand that but uh at the same time you're hoping that just because like you know the big three or like the big two are pumping, therefore you should see more liquidity uh, coming towards uh, Lunk, right? I get that. Like, well, that's yeah, any you're project. probably going to get. You're yeah. probably going to get. You're probably going to get. Uh, let's say five X on that. Okay, like just this is just you know like this is great, but at the same time, once you merge it. Uh, you probably could push it another five. I know these are extreme uh, scenarios, but I just wanted, like, so basically you're crippling the ability 
to pump in a sense, right? If you're adding, if you're getting liquidity from another asset during like this bearish time, when no, I think know, the, I'm sorry. I was just going to say that <clears throat> the reason that all of this has occurred, and that when the collapse did happen, when Three Arrows Capital, when all these things did occur. It was basically when Bitcoin started to drop from its all-time high. And Bitcoin dropped from its all-time high, and I'm sure that everybody can agree, fairly quick. <laughs> I mean, it might have been, it might have, you know, on paper looked like, but, you know, we all watched it drop fairly quick. So, I mean, mm -hmm. when that happened as fast as it did, I mean, we had, I mean, there was people crunching numbers. We're talking about crunching numbers. And so I think that, that's all I'm saying is that once I, once we start to see a little bit more flow of liquidity, because the reason I say Bitcoin and Ethereum, and the only reason I say that is because those are the two dominant, those are the two dominant uh, aspects of crypto. <clears throat> so once those start to uh, gain more liquidity, I think that a lot of projects in the market are going to start to see liquidity flowing in. So when, when we, sit here and you know say we have a liquidity problem everybody has a liquidity problem guys you know guys, how 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 guys i think we just we just uh veering away from the merge a little bit here and again getting into more um you know broad topics and we, which is we can say for another space I, i'm seeing nan has joined the space she's been sat patiently mm -hmm. with a with a hand up so i'm just wondering maybe we can hand over to Anne for for a fresh perspective yeah, maybe and will be one of the last few questions. Um, sometimes with these spaces, it's like people can stay on topic for an hour, an hour and a half, then it just seems to veer off wildly. And at that point, you need like an after-party space, a spin-off space. Um, it's more appropriate. We want to keep it here to just down to business and what we know and objective facts. Um, anyway, Anne, go ahead. Thank you. Um, I know I'm not as flamboyant flamboyant <laughs> as uh you guys all, all are um i'm just myself being a no no nobody whatever but um i think we're talking about nothing actually um there's something uh dropped out of the air um nothing is nobody's talked about actually whatever this this um uh, merged uh thing and um, you, you is the beginning of the space because we outlined it in full yeah no i'm just hopped in right now but i'm um uh, we talked about this in uh another space and um in our own lunar classic space and um, I think we, we have to stop this because it's really confusing. Nobody knows what we're talking about. There are no plans for, for whatsoever. There are no actually plans. It's only voting things. Uh, then at once there's uh, um, an, 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 how do you say it? A Twitter page with five tweets um, about the merge. I, who who has made that page? I don't know. Uh, 
So can we please stop talking about it until further notice? So we want to wait till it gets much bigger and more certain. And it's always uh, panic. Here's like why. Any- here's why. Here's why I don't really uh, discuss things on scenarios because scenarios will lead to another scenario. So it's just never. It's endless. Uh, but I sort of agree with uh, what Anne said um, in the beginning. But yeah, just that's all. Sometimes it's worth talking about things. It's not any kind of FUD. It's like, you know, there is a plan to do this. There's a DeFi protocol apparently being built um, to to let the community be allowed and say, you know, we, we don't want any kind of merge. We want to remain independent. That's all I've done. I've said in my tweets, I want Lung to remain independent. That has been my vision since back in May. And I think the the reason for speaking about it and is that many people here are brand new. They, they, they have invested in the last few months. They don't know about the history of the chain. They don't really know about the crash. They don't know about the work we invested to build it back up. They don't know about Terror Rebels putting all of this work in. They don't really care if, if Lunk remains independent or not. They have no real investment. They're just here to flip money. And for me to speak out is to say that, you know, we need to defend that. If there is a proposal that rises up and goes to voting, we need to make sure that everyone is aligned and everyone is going to vote no for that because there's more here at stake than just flipping quick money. There's there's enormous sunk costs of money, of time, of emotional investment. You know, for me, I've, I've donated like 110,000 pounds for, for burning lunk now and, and, you know, endless time to this thing. So that's the reason to to, to speak loudly. It's just to say, that this is something worth fighting for. We want to maintain the independence. It is absolutely true, and we've already covered this in depth, that we don't know the full details. We don't even know when or, or what exactly. But at the same time, it's worth keeping your ears perked up a little bit and thinking, you know, hmm, if, if a validator or a person starts speaking very strongly pro-merge, Maybe there's something going on in the background. Maybe they've been bribed or whatever. I don't know. You know, it's it's just worth paying attention to. And I think from my perspective, if I hear a few things, a plan like this, if I'm offered a bribe, at that point, I'm going to say, let's be careful. Because if we're not careful, if we don't notice the slow moment-to-moment transition in the community, then things could get bad. So for me, it's about protecting the blockchain. It's about doing the right thing. It's about giving everyone the right information and helping this to remain the vision that we laid out back in May, for this to be an independent blockchain, for us to upgrade the chain, for us as a community to build together, to reach parity, to connect to other Cosmos chains, for for Luna to deploy some of the same decentralized apps here as they can, and for everyone to be happy. And anything that seems to oppose that vision is, in my opinion, a bad thing. So, you know, I'm standing absolutely against the merge and I'm not going to let anyone try and slip this one through because these things always happen in the back channels to start with. You know, they yeah, start with... I, yeah, go yeah. ahead, Ryan. I, I think, you. you know, to, to, to Anne and, and yeah, to Wes... Can I say saying... just one more thing? Sorry, I'm interrupting yes, sir, you. Go ahead. Uh, Sethi, um, why are you on your page? Why are you being... Um, um, 
everyone is having you highly um how do you say it in english uh, um are highly highly respecting you um for your knowledge for your um accountability for um lots it of happened. things and you posted a tweet about a terrible picture of dokwon with big muscles on your page and uh and oh, that uh that's a that's a that's an image that's been floating around the discord and telegram communities so i'm trying to find out what this initiative is why are people posting this and maybe okay. getting some secret knowledge about why uh they have this weird like muscle bound uh oriental man i don't think it's doquan it's like some sort of uh i don't uh, know what it means this is just like like it's just random people making funny images or whatever mm. you can well if i was you i wouldn't i wouldn't um I wouldn't put that on my Twitter page. I I, sh- no, don't, I don't thought it was kind of funny though. But yeah, I, I should be stay neutral. If I were you, I stay neutral because. Um, oh me? Yeah, oh, I'm yeah, definitely especially. not neutral. No, no, maybe not neutral, but not if you post that that stuff on your Twitter page with um um uh, writings beneath it. Uh, you wrote something under it. Um, like a question, I just don't remember, but like a question, who is this? Yeah, it's, or to, get, what? it's to get feedback from the decentralized community. Oh, mm. come on, man. It's just, a okay. bit, it's just a bit of fun. I don't know where it came from, but like it's been circulating around discords and telegram and everyone's found it funny. So it's just like a joke. Uh, okay. Well, okay. Okay. I don't understand jokes that much because of my autism. So we'll, if you explain it's a joke, then I understand it. Yes. Uh, so sorry, so sorry. I apologize. No, um, like me, it's just a meaningless bit of fun that Sophie's uh, having. Okay, okay, <laughs> it's all right. I'm so sorry, but um, we, uh, you, you know, why I'm a little bit. Oh no, I can't say that word. I'm a little bit um, tied up um, because. Um, I think we fought so hard um, to be uh, independent and independent of uh, being starting being independent of TFL and that kind of things. And then um, um, working together for me, and I think a lot of people is okay, but merch is is not um is not a thing that most people would like, I think. So that's the last thing I'm going to say about it. Uh, I'm sorry I interrupted uh, someone. And um, that's okay, Anne. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I, I think you're you're on the same page as as, as Long Dow here and Coach in terms of being against the merge. Um, but what I would say is. We're not talking about nothing here, you know, for, for those in the spaces that don't know me. I was quite entrenched within the uh, the original Lunar community and, um, you know, w- w- in, you know, in, in Telegram and in Discord, we're, we're seeing very credible um, plans being thrown around here. So, so I don't think we're talking about nothing. I think that obviously the public information that's out there. Uh, and even the the information in, in in sort of the back channels is 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 quite scant at, at the minute. But there's there's definitely 
there's definitely plans afoot. So I so I don't think it's worth sort of dismiss, dismissing this out of hand as as something that 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 isn't isn't real at this point. Um, okay, sorry. Yeah, and I think we just had an indication on one of the posts from uh, it's kind of hot off the press. Um, had an indication from SCV Security that they're potentially looking at uh, auditing contracts. So that suggests that they might be a little bit further along than we'd previously anticipated. Yeah, and, and let's, let's distinguish here between information and acting upon the information. There is some information. But at the same time, there's not enough to act upon it. So there's no reason for FUD or FOMO. Um, in fact, I've even heard a lot of people saying, like, I'm going to invest a lot now because, you know, I'll, if I invest a lot in luck now, I'll be able to transfer that to Luna and gain way more. So there are people saying that as well. And I say to them, like, no, don't, don't invest in LUNK on the basis of that because it's not a certainty yet. Right. So there are many people on both sides. And, and my advice to anyone here is, like, don't act upon so little information make a more reasoned choice don't don't just because of the basis of a twitter page or like some protocol is building something or some rumor about a, a proposal or some validator said they've been offered a bribe or something like that that's not enough information that that is like normal on the blockchain all of those things are normal on the blockchain people are building stuff all of the time and people talk about what they're building all the time people do bribes all of the time these things are like garden variety, everyday happenings on every blockchain. At the same time, you know, running a page like this and, and wanting the best for the blockchain, I'm going to use my freedom of speech, especially having invested so much time and emotion and energy. I'm going to use my freedom of speech to talk loudly and say, you know, be wary because, you know, we've, we've seen before that, that proposals can get snuck through. You know, by the time a proposal comes around, the validators have already been messaged in the background and offered something juicy for themselves. And then suddenly it's voted universally yes. And you're like, what the hell has happened? And the little man has almost no possibility to, to speak out and refuse it because, you know, it's, Wait, it's the mon money that's talking. Can you clarify for just a moment your position? So does LunkDAO take the position of freedom of speech ultimately? Uh, in other words, if I delegate with LunkDAO, does that mean that you're preserving the principles of freedom of speech? Can I get your assurance on that? Absolutely. We, we are the, the validator who will always be honest and always um, defend. Ed Kim has said it before. He, he said in one of his videos when he was interviewed, he said, I see LunkDAO as the guardians of the Lunk blockchain. And that that's, was really nice to hear because we see it the same way. We are the guardians of the Lunk blockchain, and that means defending the principles that the blockchain stands for. Everything, you know, in, in cryptocurrencies, the, the, the complete freedom of money, decentralization, permissionlessness, you know, an open, transparent protocol, a decentralized community where everyone has a voice, everyone can speak, everyone can come in one of these spaces, you know, I will tell you, you know, here's the information I have. It doesn't mean act upon it. It doesn't mean do anything. It doesn't mean go buy more lunk or sell lunk or anything like that. It's just like, you know, here's the situation. And as, as a person who's been involved in blockchain technology now for, you know, 10 plus years, I think that many people here are brand new. Many people have just bought lunk for the first time on centralized exchanges. They've staked for the very first time. I must have taught thousands of people how to install a Terra Station wallet and come on chain and do all these things. So everyone is new to decentralized governance. 
everyone is new to the on-chain mechanisms. Everyone is new to many of these things. And a lot of that fact is why all this chaos with governance has happened. Because you know people are trying to apply these centralized or traditional finance models or you know ordinary real world company models to decentralized finance and they're trying to solve the problem but it, things work very very differently here as we found out you know it's it's a lot more of a, a chaotic environment where it's all about skin in the game and incentives and you know winning the the opinion of the masses and in whatever way you can and you know it's 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 different and and there are proposals and effects that you might not understand like most people when they think about the 1.2% tax or something like that, they might not understand the effect of that long term. They might think like, okay, 1.2% tax, that means a lot's going to get burned all of a sudden. But they won't think, um, you know, because of the 1.2% tax, economic activity is going to decrease. People are going to be less likely to leave exchanges or interact with protocols that might want to build. And that means that less people want to build on the chain. So there are these downstream consequences that need explaining every time. So one of those events is is the idea or potential proposal for a merge. You know, we should explain the effects of that before it happens, so that people can vote in full knowledge and full awareness of what the effects are. So that's that's my side of the equation: to be responsible, to be honest, to have freedom of speech, and and communicate my views on those things. And it's in many ways it's a moral responsibility because as somebody with more experience and more familiarity with the blockchain, I am morally responsible to talk about it. But it's your responsibility to listen and your responsibility to weigh up all of the evidence yourself, including whatever I say. You know, it, that, that I'm not going to force anything upon you. I'm not going to say you have to do a certain thing. You have to delegate with me. You have to have a certain view, anything like that. Everything is, is free here. Let's, let's just commit to freedom of speech and, and freedom of discernment ourselves. But at the same time, let's not be quiet when it might be better to speak. Cool. That was quite a speech. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I agree with everything you just said. Uh, but at the same time, you just kind of sounded like a uh, dictatorship over here. <laughs> I'm just I'm just fucking with you. But yeah, I, I, I respect what you just said. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say that. Thank you. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. But by the way, hey. I, I do have a question though. Like, I don't know if this is the right room. Um, <laughs> so I've been trying to delegate on the uh, but for some reason I cannot delegate. What's up with that? Uh, your best off well, maybe you want to post like screenshots of what the error message was on, on Twitter or something. But if you go on the Terra.money um, website, Terra.money, the official Luna and Lunk website, and you ask in that Telegram chat, they'll, they'll help you out. They're literally paid to do tech support. Um, but usually it's, it's things like not leaving a certain amount for fees, you know, something. It's, that's the most common thing. 99% of the time, it's not leaving enough money for fees. Um, you just need to deduct like 10% and try again. Sometimes it's, it's that somebody redelegates or undelegates too much and therefore something is already processing or the limit has been reached and they need to wait like a certain amount of days for it to refresh. Yeah, like that's a really basic uh, 
thing you just you, you just said because I tried uh, different uh, different ways, but it's just it was not working, uh, and I didn't want to post like the error message uh, just because like I just don't want to attract negative. Um, I mean, if it is happening only to me, then why should I just you know? It just sounds so. I don't know. Just go in the terror, terror, in a go bit, in, right? Like, right? Go, go in the terror.money uh, Telegram chat and just ask them because they they'll help you. They maintain the wallets and everything, so All they're right. used to it. Okay. Hello. Um, what you said about uh, 1.2 percent burn decks is quite reasonable and I understand. But my question is, or what I'm curious about is, uh, why not 0.5 percent or 0.6 percent? Uh, Burn uh, Why we went to point uh, point two directly from one point two? I'm just curious. Like, if we are going to retain the developers and all this stuff and yeah. retain the community, so why point two percent? Because normally, uh, uh, some exchanges uh, like like you or take a tax is around point one or point two. It's the same like this. So, uh, would it have been better if we if we went to like 0.6% tax or 0.5% they could retain the uh, the community as well as the developers um i think from a developer's perspective the the ideal is zero really because like there are a lot of protocols where people want to do a lot of trading back and forth or interacting with them or playing games or you know continually doing things um you know nft games or whatever and it becomes very very costly very very quickly to have a high amount of tax so i think the the 0.2 is a a respectful nod towards the idea of the burn and a maintenance of the relationship with cz while at the same time doing the the minimal amount of damage to any potential developers you might want to build here um and if you raise it any more generally it, it will be injurious and prevent people from building and this is something misunderstood, but it's it's lot to I would say maintain the relationship with CZ and and make sure that because it's critical, while at the same time making making sure that builders actually want to build here because this, there are the blockchains. This right, there's zero. This right, but CZ was okay with one point two percent, and they initially implemented it for like one month or two, and a lot of us burning. Uh, for CZ, I think 0.6 won't matter. Like, if he was uh, he was uh, he was accepting 1.2 percent, then 0.6 or 0.5 would have been okay with him. So, uh, I think uh, going from 1.2 to 0.2 is like uh, it uh, distracted a lot of uh, a lot of people in Luna community, especially the new ones who are like enthusiastic about uh, the high burn burn rate. Maybe they they are like getting away from this one. They're, they're losing hopes, like uh, even they are short-term investors or like long-term investors. So uh, it didn't catch like their attention, like 0.2%. So it would have been, in my, in my opinion, if it was like 0.4 or 0.5. Respectfully, I don't think you listened to anything I said. I said th the main thing is attracting builders and ideal for builders is like 0% or very, very, very small because of the amount of interactions with with those protocols they're building. So you want to keep the builders. The builders want 0%. That's that's basically the, the most efficient. In fact, in many ways, users want that, right? Because they want to be able to transfer off into a blockchain and, and interact with protocols 
um, with minimum fees. They want to have fun and make money without incurring a massive cost. Um, so there's that element of it. But if you were to demand like 0% of, of CZ, that would be a massive loss because you lose his promotion. So you need to keep it up a certain amount. But the, the downwards pressure is for people to build here. Nobody is going to build on a chain with 0.5% or 1% fees on every single transaction. It's just never going to happen. Coach, I just, I just noticed when we when we kind of went off topic there, we lost sort of 15, 20% of the audience. Yep. Um, so just wanted, wonder if you want to kind of stay on topic, merge, invite anyone who wants to ask any questions or make any comments about merge and, and maybe invite Salim to, to give his thoughts. Yeah, maybe last last questions or thoughts on the merge and then, then we'll end it. Um, I think we've gone on for a few hours now. Salim, did you have any opinions on, on merge protocol? Uh, I think let me just say uh, my last piece on this. Um, I guess for me, in short, uh, it really depends who's bowing down to who at the end of the day. Uh, but yeah, that's just my time. Yep. Do you have any thoughts about that, Ryan? The the point of who is bowing down to who? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I think uh, I think I'm with Wes on on a lot of what he was saying. Really, in terms of, I want to hear more information about, you know, what what the actual what the proposal is, how it's going to work. I think you made some really interesting points about, you know, depending on the methodology. You know, you've got the the vampire attack of of, of draining the oracle pool on on Luna Classic versus having a, a decentralized protocol that allows people to make their own decisions and then the ability to potentially fork that and make it work the other way. So, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot that we need to understand about the the, methodolo- the proposed methodology before I make a, a, a decision either way in terms of, like, how I feel about it. Great. Sophie, any final thoughts? Uh, I think people should just uh, do their own research, as it said in the industry. Yeah, and uh, uh, certainly uh, make sure you stake with the validator that uh, is going to support your ideals. Uh, I think I trust Monkdao to do that for me. Um, I don't know about this whole merge story, so I'm going to keep an open mind. Cool, Zara, are you still here? Or have you disappeared? She sometimes joins our spaces, then falls asleep. I try not to take it personally, but it's quite hard not to when it happens so much. So, you know, there we are. We've, we've bored Zara for another night of um, technical nerd talk. Lesson learned, I guess. Make it more interesting in the future. But yeah, thank you everyone for attending. Just to clarify Lunkdow's stance, we're going to vote no to any merge proposals. And we're going to stand opposed to to anything that might harm the Lunk blockchain. Our basic stance is always for the independence of the Lunk blockchain. Community coming here and building themselves, building their own little island, their own little city of things, a thriving ecosystem. We think that's wonderful. However, we're not opposed 
to other ecosystems connecting with us via IBC, you know, the wider cosmos that includes the new lunar, includes Atom, includes other chains, you know, building bridges between them where, you know, people interact with both chains and maybe Atom or, or Luna 2 can deploy the same apps on our chain where we benefit from all of those widespread builder communities, you know, and, and I think my vision overall is that we can thrive together, that the, the whole is always greater than the sum of the parts. It's just a question of resourcefully and mindset wise, finding the right attitude to accept that and, and, and moving it forward to this, this kind of um, utopia where we're all collaborating, you know, all together, all building together, all launching together. And we have unity and community and utility. And it, it's all a wonderful feedback loop. That, that's my vision. And I think the main obstacles to that are awareness and knowledge and in many ways, attitudes, right? Because a lot of people walk around with a very tribal attitude. You know, they see a competing blockchain and uh, maybe maybe Luna 2 or something. And they think, that must be bad. That must be bad. That must be bad. Oh, you're, you're buying Luna 2. That must be bad. But that's not how it is in reality. In reality, it's just a different set of people. Another blockchain, they have their own story of wreckage and heartbreak. And, and you know, that, that's worth empathizing with in many ways. But also, all of the building that's happening there can benefit Lunk too. So you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot by having some tribal attitude of antagonism or dislike of something that can actually help you. I see a lot of that in the community. I see it in our, in our posts, on our tweets all of the time, like people with very negative attitudes about anything they perceive to be like an enemy. But the, the idea of an enemy is formed on very ignorant opinions rather than any kind of objective discernment. And that can be very harmful. So from my perspective, you know, LunkDAO is always going to talk about the truth, you know, talk freely about what we think is going to be the best for the chain. Even if we get a bit of lashback as we did today, you know, that, that's, that's normal. It was normal from the very beginning. We, when we first talked about burning Lunk in the first place, 99% of people said that's a stupid idea or never work. But then what happened four months later, CZ is suddenly burning Lunk. So, you know, we're aware that, that, in the short run, people can say that's stupid, that's a bad idea, you shouldn't talk about that. But in the long run, you know, we trust that our discernment and our experience and our work long term, you know, a decade of work in blockchains will reflect upon our intuition of what's right and will do the best thing for this chain. So, you know, to, to stake with LunkDAO to support us is to support the independence of the Lunk blockchain and Lunk thriving long term. And, you know, I hope this space was helpful in many ways. We just, again, we're standing against the merge. We'll never tolerate anything like that. You know, I, I'll be sooner dead than, than supporting a merge. So, you know, don't worry about that. And um, hopefully it's the same with the rest of you, you know, if you're not just here to flip a little bit of cash or something. But yeah, thank you, everyone. Thanks, coach. Yeah, thank you for attending, by the way, Ryan. It's nice to, nice to see you here involved. Um, it's... Um, I know you've had other things to do lately and stuff, but it's it's good to see you involved at like this this critical time where we actually need you. Yeah, no, I think this is uh, I think this is a really interesting in topic, and uh, I look forward to maybe getting back together again when we've got some more information. Cool. Would you like to say good night, Sophie? Good night, everyone. Have a good uh, Tuesday. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was The Merge.
Early Thoughts and Criticisms, hosted by Lunk Dow. Recorded on Monday, November 28th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Rolling down the street in my 6-4. I never had a 6-4. A kid can wish, though. I snapped a wishbone and grabbed a fistful. Chilling with the dopey this of weed is all I wish for. I'm feeling blissful. I gotta miss this. My ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission. I'm singing this song. Got a couple albums out. We do alright, but it ain't really shit to write home about. Like to feed the fishbowl. Keep my stories mystical. I like my beats. Boom, bap, and rap to be lyrical. I'm feeling cynical. Craving a little ritual. Save my place in line while I try to find a miracle. I keep looking and looking and looking, but never find nothing. We've been lied to, thinking this surprise under super secret lies. Motherfucker sneak inside, going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Going dark. Now believe me when I say this shit is do or die. Trenches, trying to stay offensive Trespassing here like this land looks expensive Ain't no time like the present Trying to stake a claim Just make sure your claim stays away from all these other claims We're almost kind of running out of land here Living in the day of the dead and it's damn weird Same teams y'all, we just trying to get a bite to eat A little rest saved up, waiting for my time to sleep Head down, middle fingers up, yo I'm wide awake Never hesitate to stay about a hundred miles away Seven time and space while I wrecking ball the place I expect you all to play, running marathons today When the... Sick get sicker and the rich get richer It might be about time to rearrange our dinner Fix the system, the shit, it's all nixed Waking up early, gonna suck today's Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is do or die Totally gonna take care of Angela, man. He's he's great. He's a wonderful lab partner, so it's gonna be cool. We'll keep an eye on her. Why don't you go fuck yourself, you weird little prick? I'm a teacher, okay? You can't talk to me like that, guy. I'm not a student, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Channel spaces.